Hey, welcome back to Woman Talk to God, WTTG. It's been a minute, y'all. I'm your host, your girl, Sean Owens, and I'm super excited that you have decided to join us for 25 days in December of Making Much of Jesus. We will be hearing some awesome testimonies from both men and women how Jesus is still saving souls. Let's tune in. Today, I am super honored to sit and chat with my bro, Jeff Kelly. <laughs> uh, I've been wanting him on the podcast for a minute, and we are about to hear his testimony about how Jesus is still saving sinners like you and me. Hey, bro. Hey, what's up, Sean? Welcome, welcome, welcome. You know I'm going to have you back. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, let's do it. This is just the beginning, but um, could you share your testimony with us? Yeah, uh, I would love to. Um, so... I thought God was just there to help, you know, like if you're in trouble or if you're like in desperate need, but I didn't think that Jesus was someone to daily seek dependence on. Mm. And I thought Jesus was a really nice and good person. I thought the Bible was a really big book that I could never complete. I told myself I would like to read the Bible, but it was clear that was not a real desire. Suddenly, while I was in high school, the Lord Jesus Christ was interestingly drawing my mother to himself, and she dragged my brother and I to church with her, and my mother really prayed for my brother and myself. It was a real shock to me. It was shocking news to hear my life was sinful and that I was in critical condition before an awesome, holy, just God who out of his loving justice must punish evil, punishing those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel. I was not believing the truth, but rather delighting in wickedness. And because of my sin, I was on my way to hell. I understood that it was my sin that separated me from God. But hearing this, I was content to not worry about this in my young life. I thought to myself, God, I agree with everything, but... I'm in high school, and this is just not for me right now. I'll give you my heart when I'm older. I'm young right now, and that was very foolish of me to think that way. However, not much longer in God's timing, he would use going to church with my mother for my soul's good. I had heard many sermons talk about Jesus' death on the cross for sinners and the need for me as a sinner to trust in Jesus with all my heart all my mind and all my strength. God was kind to allow me to see God's love and that while I was sinning against him, God demonstrated his love for me and Jesus Christ dying for my sins. And I realized Jesus did not deserve to be mistreated and killed on the cross because he was innocent. And I knew I was guilty. And if anything, I should have been punished like that, but not Jesus because he was innocent. I understood Jesus always did good, and he never once sinned. Suddenly, it clicked. I saw the love God had for me by dying for me on the cross. I thought, Jesus, you died for sinners, and I'm a sinner, and that means that you died for me. I saw the love God displayed in Jesus' death on the cross, and it was God's love that captured my heart. By God's grace, I put my trust in God 
and he saved me out of his mercy. I am reminded of Titus 3, 5. He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. I repented of my sin and put faith in Christ alone for eternal salvation. I deserve hell because of my sins, but God saved me. What a merciful God. My life was truly changed, and I thought before Christ came into my life, I was living for the world. Now I would be 100% sold out for the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I felt a call to share the gospel, and because I was shared with my friends, they gave me the nickname Preach. The gospel had finally become and still remains life to my soul. And it is the only and it is only the gospel, the good news that God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That will be my life and nothing more. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. I have realized by his grace and mercy that I am a sinner in need of his grace and that I will always be in need of his grace. And by his grace, I am continually depending on Jesus Christ for grace and strength. And it is in Christ Jesus and his eternal word that I will live. And I know that I am in Christ by his grace alone. And that's my testimony. Mm. Well, bro, let me ask you this. Like, and thank God for your testimony. Thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in your new life in Christ, um, and just talking real, like real candid, do you find yourself still struggling with certain things? And how do you, um, as a new believer, how do you deal with those things? Oh, yeah. Um, I do find myself still struggling with things. Um, every believer is going to struggle with sin until um, the day that they die. Um, the way that I fight, you know, my struggles with the sin and temptation that, that arise in life is to read God's word, to have God's word um, within me. Um, because in Psalm 119, it says, how does a young man keep his way pure by guarding it according to your word? And it also says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Um, and so the way that it works is the more that we know about God, the more that we love God. And then the more that we love God, that fuels us wanting to know more about him. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing is prayer, you know, praying to God in a in a very real way. Like one thing about about God is that Jesus came to this world as a human being, flesh and blood. And so because he came to this world as a real person, he knows what it's like to be tempted. He knows what it's like to live among this world and to go through various temptations, but he never gave in, he overcame. And so when we pray to Jesus, we can be real with him and say, Lord, I'm struggling with this. This person literally just cussed me out and I feel like smacking them or I feel like cussing them out. But Lord, I understand that you came and when you were ridiculed, you didn't return back with, mm. with, with um, anger. Help me, Lord, to obey you in this. Give me the strength to live for you today. And like one thing that I, I pray, I find myself praying often is, 
Lord, give me the strength to live for you today. Lord, help me not to give into evil um, desires and to quote even the Lord's prayer. Um, it says, deliver me from evil, you know? And so I find also the community of believers is being real with people like, yo, I'm struggling with this. Can y'all pray for me? And this, yeah. you have to open yourself up and be transparent. Um, some, but you got to use wisdom and not share that with everyone because you're going right. to learn not to share it uh, with certain people because they're going to go around and tell somebody else. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you just shared so many scriptures because we, you know, the word of God is just so good that we have more than one favorite. But in this season right now, what would be that scripture that you're saying that, you know, in this season I'm clinging to? Could you share that with us and also share why it's your favorite scripture at this moment? Yeah, that would be uh, Romans 3, 21 and 22. And it says, but now God has shown us his saving power without the help of the law. But the law and the prophets tell us about this. We are made right with God by putting our faith in Jesus Christ. This happens to all who believe. It is no different for the Jews than for the Gentiles. Um, it just encourages me that I'm, I'm simply declared righteous with God by putting my faith in Jesus Christ. And it don't matter who you are, whoever you are, if you put your faith in Jesus, you're declared um, right. And why it encourages me, we just always need to be reminded of the gospel. I need to be reminded that it's not, things that I do that make me right with God. And sometimes I can get into a performance driven mindset where, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing good with the Lord because I'm doing these things. And, yeah, that's good. and I have to remind myself, actually, Jeff, that's not true. Mm -hmm. The only reason that you're good with God is because of someone else. That, that mm -hmm. person is Jesus Christ. And because he lived perfectly and he clothed you in his righteousness when you put your faith in him, that's why mm. you're made right with God. And I need to hear that every single day of my life is that I'm made right by putting my faith in Jesus. And that's one of my favorite scriptures um, during this time right now. Right. I keep hearing you say the word faith for someone that's listening and may not understand what putting their faith in Jesus um, what that means. Uh, is there another word that you can use or another way to explain what putting their faith in Jesus look like? Yeah. So in, in light of, instead of using faith, I always like to define that as simple trust. So um, when a person is saying they're putting their faith in, instead of saying that simple trust. And so what we're putting our simple trust in is what Jesus has done. So that is going to encompass everything that he done that he has done, um, meaning his life, his sinless life that he lived. So he actually actively lived a sinless life, and because we couldn't do that, we should have lived a sinless life, but we couldn't. Jesus actively lived a sinless life. Then he went to the cross, bearing the punishment that we, as sinners who fall short of God's standard fall so jesus actively lived a perfect life he took the punishment um on the cross and then he was buried 
and he rose three days later and he calls all men and women to turn from uh, their sin and place simple trust in what he has done. And if a person mm-hmm. simply trusts in what he has done for them, his life, death, and resurrection, then that person will be saved. God will clothe them in, in his righteousness and he will wipe their slate clean of any sins that they have ever done. And I'm reminded of um, John Calvin's favorite phrase, for the believer was in Christ. If we are in Christ, we are redeemed. God the Father looks at us um, with love if we have placed our, our simple trust in Christ. That's how God views us now. He doesn't view us as um, stained with, with sin. He views us in Christ. And He, God the Father will always receive his son. Well, wow, <laughs> that was good. Um, if an unbeliever is um, listening to this podcast at the moment, what would be something that you will be, you know, some encouraging words to why they should put their faith and their, tr- their simple trust in this Jesus? I would say um, because one thing that the gospel um, gives us is hope. It gives us a real hope. And so with in this world, we know that things are going crazy. You can't trust in anything in this life. Um, things can can be going one way. And then like we learned this year, a pandemic can shut down everything. Um, and so nothing is certain in this life. This life is is fragile, um, but what what God offers you is something that is secure, something that you can hope in, and something that will always be true. And so we know that because Jesus really was a real person, and he really lived, and he really died, and he really rose from the grave. That means the, the the one thing that is coming for everyone is death. And mm. Jesus is even more powerful than death. He died, yes, but he came back from the grave three days later. And that that is a sign to show us, one, he's more powerful than sin, which is the reason people die is because of sin. He's more powerful than sin. He's more powerful than death, which is the result of sin, and the grave. And, and only in Jesus can you have a real hope. Um, hope is something that people expect is going to happen, right? And so we yeah. hope in um, something good to happen for us. But in Christ, we know for certain that if we hope in him, we know that our soul is going to be safe in Jesus's hands because he has overcome sin, death, and the grave. And so if you don't know the Lord Jesus, you are honestly living your life without hope. You can hope in things, but you don't know if those things are going to work out. But if you hope in God, you can be certain that 
trusting in him, ultimately with your life, you will be secure. And that'll give you an outlook to not be necessarily um, like worried whenever something happens like that normally could throw you off kilter. But when your hope is in God, and you know that God is the creator of the world, you can trust in that because God is is secure. Amen. He's sovereign. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, thank you so much, bro, for again your time and sharing your testimony. Um, it's been an honor to have you on the podcast, man. Oh yeah, definitely. Anytime. Uh, we'll have you back soon. Love you, bro. Love you, too. Bye. bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that by listening to this testimony, you have been encouraged. If you are listening and you are not a believer, which means that you have not placed your faith in Jesus, I pray that you realize that you are a sinner in need of a savior. I encourage you to reach out to the person that shared this podcast with you and tell them that you would like to learn more about Jesus. If you are a believer, I encourage you to go tell it. Go tell someone about Jesus. Go and share the gospel. It's all about him. He is our only hope. And I also hope that you would tune in tomorrow as we are making much of Jesus. 